Anyways, you know what I want to do? What? Dude, like, let's just party, man. Thanksgiving's around the corner, and dude, I'm already ready to go into a turkey coma. I'm so excited for it. Is it kind of sad that uh, I'm just, (laughs) I am so excited for Thanksgiving because my family always does Thanksgiving right, you know? You got the turkey, you got the food, you have family nearby, you have your things that you're thankful for, you know? But there's just something in the back of my mind that says, even after all of that, what makes this holiday so great, so great, is that I get a day off of work. <laughs> Ooh, like I just lo- I'm loving it. <laughs> no, that's not. The- it's all about gratitude and the things that I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful for a day off of work. Yeah, like, I was gonna <laughs> say, it's okay to be grateful for. A day off I'm, of work. I'm pretty happy about that. Man, dude, there are sometimes. Do you ever feel sometimes that you just like hate learning, like? You understand that learning is essential, but you just hate it sometimes. Because let me tell you, dude, at this job, um, I'm a technician, you know, I work on cars and I'm learning things constantly. And when you're learning things, you're also breaking a lot of things. <laughs> not that I'm in a car, but like breaking a lot of stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not like I'm, I'm doing pretty good, you know? Right. But like, it's just learning can be hard. Or whatever, you know. But, anyways, you know what I want to do? What? Dude, like, let's just party, man. You know, like party. Happiness. I don't know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like, uh. <laughs> Might put that in the intro, though. Let's just party, man. Let's, let's just party. Just party. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something that I've something that I've been realizing a lot lately is that the more I focus on the mistakes that I make the more I focus on how hard life can be sometimes that takes up a lot of mind space like haven't you ever noticed that like that's a lot of clutter in the brain like when you just think of just like Man, dude, I messed this up, this, 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 X, Y, Z, whatever. Right. And you're just like, ah, dude, like, I just really don't think that I'm, I don't think that I'm centered, you know? I think I'm, I think I'm just wobbly right now. I'm not, that takes up so much mind space and it makes it so hard to concentrate on anything else, especially when you're at work, man. Dude, when I'm working on a car and I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, life really got me this week like oh man it's really just hitting my head it takes up so much mind space i i'm learning the importance of 
learning coping skills and coping with things because I want to be happy. You know, that's the goal, right? That's, that's where we want to be. You know, we're trying to build a life of happiness. And that's something that I thought about this week. That's just like, we talk about happiness a lot and we talk about like, you know, go out there and do your best and be happy. And that is a, that's a very valid statement, right? You know, do your best. You want to do your best, but I don't know. Like, I think everybody, I think everybody needs to have a moment with themselves or a couple of moments where they're just lying in bed and, or wherever you do your thinking, (laughs) you know, you know, maybe I, I pace around the kitchen all the time. Like that's (laughs) where I do my thinking is like, I just put in my headphones and I just like walk around the kitchen. Um, but like wherever you do your thinking, take some time, uh, and discover like what makes you happy and, and not only what makes you happy, but how you are going to achieve that thing that makes you happy. You know, sometimes I think that we just kind of go through these motions of, well, if I, if I wake up in the morning, I go to my job every day, I work my butt off and I do the things that I have to do, you know, I get to start doing the things that I want to do eventually. And then I'll just be happy. And I think that that formula sometimes fails because I don't think that, I don't think it's, I don't think that happiness is something that was just prescribed in the ethers out there somewhere, you know, by someone, I think happiness is something that has to be created within ourselves, you know, men are, and men might be that they might have joy and you want to know the best part. That's a good scripture. You want to know the best part about that scripture, you know? Okay. Well, not just about that scripture, but where that scripture contain like lives it lives in the scriptures, right? You know, like right. um, the scriptures give us the uh, the formula, the actual formula, not just what the world tells us of work your butt off, do what you need to. You'll eventually get to where you want to and then you'll be happy, which, you know, I think to a degree does provide some happiness, you know, right. there. But the the scriptures provide that actual formula of not just temporal happiness, but spiritual happiness, like happiness that hits the soul, like deep within you happiness of where it's just like, you know what? I kind of had a rough day and people yelled at me today and I have to face a problem tomorrow. I had to face a big problem today, but you know what? I'm still happy. And the reason why I'm still happy is because I know that there's more to this life. I know that I get to I know that I get to be with my family for eternity, you know? That's the soul happiness that gets into your soul and you're just like and and and, and it just provides you with such deep satisfaction, you know? And yeah. and the thing is like I think that's the cra- one of the craziest things about the world is that everyone is seeking the answer to what brings us happiness you know what brings us joy in this life and we're like we're all seeking the answer to that question and the answer is always going to be the same the answer is always going to be our father in heaven the scriptures and prayer and then of course jesus christ right the way back to our father in heaven and that will always be the answer. You know, if you want, if you want to be happy, getting to know your father in heaven and his son, Jesus Christ is going to get you there. Getting to know the gospel is going to get you there. Right. You know, like you can try all you want to be like happy with your worldly possessions and stuff, which I'm not saying is bad, man. Like, dude i'm saving up for a car right now and when i buy that car i'm gonna be pretty freaking happy you yeah, know yeah. and so like that's 100 percent. you know some of the possessions that you have worldly possessions can make you like happy you know like that's definitely that's definitely a thing um but if you want happiness like in the soul like something that just really gets into you and just like <laughs> the opposite of depression <laughs> 
if you want that, that's going to come from uh, God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ. Like that's the formula. That right. that is always what is going to work. And one of the things that's helped me, oh, dude, this is really cool. And this kind of goes into my positive experience. And I'm sorry, I'm talking oh, so much. I'm no. gonna, you're gonna you, get in here. You go you're gonna it. get in here. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just uh, something that is just so important to me. I was talking to one of my, uh, I was talking to one of my mentors. You know, because I think it's important to have mentors. Famous people have them. Athletes have them. We should have them. Right. You know. So I think it's important to have mentors. Um, so I was talking to him and, uh, this is kind of going into the importance of journaling, writing stuff down, you know? Um, I was talking to him and I was just like, Hey man, like, you know, something like the beginning of this year really, really sucked for, (laughs) for me or whatever. Like, you know, like I graduated from college, um, I got a job right out of college. So that was great. You know, I've always had money coming in and everything starting to get, you know, starting startup funds, you know, to start my life a little bit. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it's just that mentally where my head was at, at the beginning of the year was just all over the place. You know, like I was, I was talking, like I was talking insane or whatever. Like I wanted to make drastic decisions for my life that would have impacted me for the negative. You know, I definitely wouldn't be talking here on this microphone if it went down the path that I was thinking about going down, you know? Um, And so I was talking, so going back to the beginning of the year, um, I was talking to my mentor about how the beginning of the year was just so bad for me. And then I looked at him and I was just like, and the sad part is, is that I don't really think that I made that much progress. You know, I, I don't think that I made that much progress and everything. I think that I, I think that I'm still struggling just as much. And there's still just knowing myself and knowing my thoughts and knowing what I'm working on. I know that there's still so much room for improvement for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but my mentor pointed out to me, he's just like, listen, man, when you and I first talked, like very first talked, and this was like at, at February, February of this year, he's just like, dude, I honestly thought that, I thought that, you know, I thought that you were done, you know, I thought that you were, I thought that you were just going to leave everything that you knew. I thought that you were just going to go to a different path. You were just going to go do different things. Um, And he's like, I just thought that you were done. And he's like, and then you, and then like he talked about, he like, he like went through different conversations we had had from February to current day. And he was just like, when you first came, this is how I felt. And then when you came again, things were looking a little better. And it was because of interactions that you had with your, uh, with God and your savior. And then he's like, things got a little better after that. Then things got a little better after that. And then he's just like, and then I started seeing you smile more. I started seeing you laugh more. You had a better glow about you, a better light. And he told me, he's like, and he went through all of this stuff. And he's and and when he went through all of this stuff and he was talking about it, he looked at me and he's like, "Do you remember that? You remember that? You remember that?" And I noticed something. I started realizing. I was like, "Oh my word!" This whole time, I have been like a sponge that was dried up and refused to take any water. <laughs> and then, little by little, and gradually, God had been dripping just a tiny bit amount of water onto my dried up sponge self (laughs) and very gradually little by little by what I could handle he like like revived me (laughs) gave me my own little personal renaissance of wanting to be better and wanting to live for something more than what it was and like back in the times of February and uh you know, and, and like, that's why it brought into my mind the importance of journaling. And I thought like, man, I got to start writing things down, <laughs> you know, because without him 
telling me all of these experiences of what he has seen since February, I would have just thought, man, I don't know if I've really improved that much since the beginning of the year. But after he told me, I was like, oh my goodness, all of this stuff has happened. I am a terrifically blessed human being. And I wouldn't have even realized it if it wasn't for my mentor telling me that I am and laying out bit by bit how the savior has blessed me through all that. And so I just thought like, man, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to go get a journal (laughs) and I'm going to start writing in it and I'm going to start doing that. So the next time I feel this way, I can look back and I can be just like, man, progress has been made and I didn't even realize it. I, and like, dude, like it was just a, it was just a really cool mind blowing experience, you know, something that I was just like, wow footprints in the sand my man <laughs> like <laughs> the, that crazy long poem but it, it's it's true and it works out you know and so like i don't know that that was something that i just like was really mind-blowing to me and something that i was like i didn't even know like you want to talk about something that was just you know you lose something and then you you just say to your you find it and you're just like oh man it was under my nose the whole time <laughs> you know yeah well, spiritual experiences, God being with you and and uh, and buoying you up during buoying you, Bo- yeah, I think I'm using that word right. <laughs> That's under that was right under my nose, and I didn't even realize it until my mentor pointed it out to me. And that just is also a testament to how good it is to have good people in your life. You know, surround yourself with good people because. This man, he is a good man. And, uh, and you know, I wouldn't have had that experience without him. And so, like, yeah, thankful for him, thankful for that experience, you know. And, right. hey, what a great time to be thinking about that right here during Thanksgiving. That's true. That's true. Man, I'm so excited. Thanksgiving is going to be great. And did I mention I get a day off of work? (laughs) (laughs) You may have have said that once or twice. Yeah, Yeah, did I mention that? Well, if I didn't, I get a day off of work. And I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, man. I just completely hijacked the whole beginning of this episode. Oh, you're good. You have anything you want to add, man? No, I ditto. Sounds like you... It's an inspiring way to start off, so I, uh, it was good. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> no, okay. I appreciate that. I meant more of like, do you have any like positive experience or anything? Oh. Um, oh, I had one. I did. I I did. I was talking to my mom. Oh, <clears throat> so. Every day when I go to work, I say goodbye to my parents, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom, she's always done this. She like I'll say goodbye. She says she always basically says, "Smile at your customers, smile at your coworkers." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." Like I, I usually am just I just shrugged off. This time I was like, "You know what? I'm tired of customers. <laughs> I'm gonna say something back to her." She says. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but I basically said, like, but why does it matter? <laughs> like, they're going to get their stuff. They're going to leave on their they're way. They're not ever going to remember me. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, why why do it? And she says, because you never know when that smile is going to help someone else. And it helps you, too. So... Um, as I was leaving, I was just kind of thinking about the times when I've sort of tried to put a little extra effort into the customers that I've helped. And, uh, there was just one in particular, um, I was just helping this, uh, this lady. Um, and this happens a lot, actually, that I, the more that I think about it, that, that if I just put an, a little bit extra effort, I ask them questions you know, I, I try and put, put on like my best self, you know, give a, give a good smile and, and 
try and help that customer feel like, you know, for a few moments they're important to me, that, you know, they'll thank me afterwards. They'll say, thank you so much for your help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed that the times that I put in my that extra effort, it usually means more to me. Um, that one time um, when I did make an extra effort to really like smile and try and help this lady feel good, uh, I could, uh, she didn't say anything extra, but I could just tell that like it, you know, it impacted her a little bit. So, you know, just a little simple smile can, can go a long ways. I don't always do that. Some days I really don't feel like it, but <laughs> But the times that I do, it does uh, some good stuff. So. That's great, man. I just, I had to just chuckle a little bit because uh, your story reminded me of how this past week I was in, you know, in the shop working and uh, <laughs> uh, the service advisor who, you know, a service advisor is basically the mediator between us and the customer. Uh, the customer will go to him, he'll come to us to tell us what they need and vice versa. Um, <laughs> uh, they bring the car in Well, we bring the car in and we're working on this car. And then all of a sudden we just look up and a, a lady uh, was in the back and she was taking a picture of all four corners of her car, taking a picture of the odometer, um, doing all of this different stuff. And let me tell you, man, at that moment, the very last thing on my mind was give this woman a smile. <laughs> because, like, dude, that, that doesn't happen. Usually when the car is in the back with us, um, the car is, for that brief moment of time, that car is for just us to work on. You know, that's why we have a service advisor so that we don't work directly with the customer because sometimes it'll help protect us. It helps the customer translate better what's going on, you know? And, uh, and so it was just a, a, a kind of a weird experience because I'm like, this never happens. And, and like, it, 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 it does kind of get you angry because it's just kind of like, we're working on this vehicle, ma'am. Can you not like just watch us while we're working on your vehicle yeah, or yeah. whatever? Like you that really, is... you really need to go to like the waiting room or something. We'll get this vehicle out to you. We're not going to do anything to it. You know, like we're not going to damage it in any way, you know, uh, we're just diagnosing your vehicle. We promise you'll get it back. Really good condition. And, uh, so, so it kind of got on our nerves a little bit. And when I say R, I mean, I'm apprenticing right now. So me and the person who I'm, uh, who I'm under, um, and it was just kind of funny. Cause then once she left, we look at the service advisor and we were like, how did she even get back here? And, <laughs> um, he just looked at us and he was just like, man, dude, like I didn't even like, I just looked up. And she was walking back here. Like she saw you driving the vehicle and she was just chasing you down and everything. He's just like, I didn't even like the, she didn't tell me about it or anything. She just started making her way back. And I was just like, I was just like, man, that really bugs me. I was just like, I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, and the thing is like, it's such a small thing too and stuff, but to an extent, like, you know, I get that. I don't. I don't deal with customers face to face. Like I said, that's a service advisor's job. Mm-hmm. But for that brief moment of time, I was just kind of like, "You're really ticking me off by your presence right now. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> this should just be yeah. our time with your vehicle and everything. And like, we already do this. I know that the service advisors they already do a walk around on the vehicles. They document any damage beforehand and everything. Like." They they already do all of this and they already take record of your odometer and everything that needs to be taken record of and so it was just kind of like why are you here but whatever <laughs> I digress you know like it's all good it is all good man here it is man Sunday night tomorrow we work again <laughs> we do, start do, the day <laughs> do you get Sunday blues. Yeah, you can kind of feel like there's like this there's little like weight. This, yeah, there's like, like a little uh, thing there of just kind of like, 
oh man, I have to wake up and go to work tomorrow. Like, what is this? You know? Yeah. Oh man, dude, I get I get Sunday blues so hard, and I'm just kind of like, ah oh, man, I'm so ready to just get out of here, or just like. I'm already ready for the week to be done, you know? Um, but that's okay. You want to know why? Because I get a day off this week. So <laughs> That's what we're going to name this episode, man. <laughs> a day off this week. What? <laughs> oh, man. That's, no, that's really funny, dude. Oh, man. Life comes at you fast, dude. You know? Yeah, it's already November, man. Can you believe it? No. It's crazy. Too. No, I can't believe it. Because <laughs> I, like I just got done saying, I was thinking of myself still all the way back in February and thinking like no progress had been made. But here we are in November. Progress has been made. <laughs> you know, that's that's just that's just crazy to me. I, and one of the things that it lightened up, that, that it enlightened my mind to was... I think one of the hardest things in this life is discovering who we are, like our own selves. I I think that we're I think that we can get we can get good at identifying things in others that kind of give us an idea of the type of character that that person has, you know? Like I'm not saying that it's it's not good to go out there and just judge someone off of, you know, the type like we don't know the full story of right. anyone ever, right? Like everyone's having a hard day most of the a lot of the times. Yeah. And like people could be going through a hard life. So we don't so like we're not always we're not there to judge anyone, but we can identify things like characteristics of like okay, so that's that's your that's your character, you know? Like that's you. That's who you are. And I think that we can get pretty good at doing that for other people, but I think for ourselves it's like so much harder, man. Like it took me a long time to discover what type of music I like <laughs> or whatever. Like I go back and forth, man. Like I'll get into my rap phase, I'll get into my hip hop phase, I'll get into my country phase or whatever. And I'm not saying that that's weird. Like I actually think that that's normal. Like everyone hops around, but I think that you know discovering who you are really can take some time. And I think that that's what life is all about. Here we go. Right. One of the things that I love is that I, I, I listened to a talk one time by Hank Smith and uh, Hank Smith talked about uh, Abraham and Isaac and how Abraham was told to go and sacrifice his only son, Isaac. And, you know, you think any father, any good father, is going to be just like, are you kidding me? Like, no. Like, yeah. like, like, like you can ask a lot of me, God, but like, flesh and blood like really really like uh, um at least that's how i would have reacted but abraham is a really good man who loved god uh it really loved him and was just like this eats me from the inside out but god said it so we're gonna do it um by the way this might be a good time to mention Pretty sure Isaac never went camping with his dad ever again after this moment. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Son, you want to go camping? Oh, well, dad, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what happened last time? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, but anyways, like, they go up there. They have the stuff for the sacrifice. And Isaac is just like, hey, we have the wood. We have the, the sacrificial altar and everything. Where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham just like, God will provide a sacrifice. And that was good enough for Isaac. Isaac was just like, hey, dad, I believe you. Yep. So they just keep on going. And um, then they get to where they need to be. And I don't know why I'm taking a long time to explain this. Everyone, like, if you've read the Bible, you know the story. Um, and it's just like, sacrifice your son. And so they, Isaac's like, where's this? Okay, we're here now. Where's the sacrifice? 
and I I sure I'm sure in a long stare probably kind of awkward Isaac finally takes this in and is just like oh boy it's me isn't it <laughs> you know and Abraham well, how like, much yeah. it would have been so much easier for Isaac to say that than Abraham like uh, all right son, son. <laughs> yeah but I'm not yeah. I'm not going to try to pretend like I even know how that conversation even I came about know. like whew. um but either way you know they go forward with it and right before Abraham is about to sacrifice Isaac God comes and says now I know that you would sacrifice your son for me and now I know that you are loyal to me and you love me and you know it's just a very powerful moment now what Hank Smith points out here is that God would God already knew that Abraham and Isaac were going to take that journey. God already knew that Abraham was willing to sacrifice uh his son. Isaac already knew well not not sorry. Okay. God already knew that Isaac would be willing to be sacrificed um on that altar. So if God already knew it, then why did he have him do it? And what Hank Smith points out is because Abraham needed to learn something about Abraham. And I'm sure Isaac learned a lot about Isaac at that time too. And I just think that that is incredible of just like, God may already know the outcome because he's omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, but he's still going to have you go through the journey because through the journey, you will find out something about yourself. You know, that's why I think it's so hard for us to discover who we are. Because these journeys can be hard, man. They can be hard and long, you know. And the 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 sad reality of it a lot is that, like, when you come out of a difficult journey, you're usually heading right into another one, you know. Yeah, you're usually always climbing a mountain, you know, and the day that you get to the top of that mountain, you're probably going to be <laughs> chilling with God at that time. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, um, but you're, you're, you're constantly, constantly going through a journey to discover something about yourself, you know, like there's things about me that I'm just like, man my mind kind of works in a unusual way. How can I cope with this? And how can I get things moving? You know, and I'll, I'll sit there and I'll talk with myself and I'll just kind of be just like, okay, self, where are we at today? What's going on? How are we going to figure this out? Because I need some clarity, right? My mind's a buzzing all the time. <laughs> and I, sometimes I can't handle it, you know? And I think that discovering who we are can be one of the hardest things in this life for us i agree yeah and i i like i just i don't know well i mean just take i i think our generation especially is really searching for that like i think uh the adversary is working overtime on putting up deceiving like sort of fake identity um and just putting up putting it up everywhere hoping that that's what we identify with when really what we should be looking for is who we really are as a child of god right Um, and 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 i think you just hit it right the nail right on the head there like it's easy to sometimes see characteristics in other people but it can be harder to to learn who we really are like personally you know right so. you know and i think that uh, imposter syndrome is that, is that what it's called imposter syndrome uh, i think that that's something that like you were pointing out i think that's something huge right now that satan is using on on all of us you know because i think obviously satan is the 100 percent antagonist to anything good you know and so what is good is for us to realize that we are a son or daughter of a father in heaven who loves us and wants us to return and live with him so satan is going to be just like uh no you're not 
you're not you like that's not that's not you or whatever this is you this is you the and then usually that can be just like this is you see what gives you happiness this alcohol these drugs you know mm-hmm. uh, all of this immoral activity see what gives you happiness this is you this is who you are right and uh, and people can get convinced really fast that that is who they are because Satan is so loud man God the Holy Spirit God Jesus Christ the Godhead is very very calm very peaceful now don't get me wrong we know stories and we know in the Book of Mormon where angels kind of have to throw down a little bit and they're just kind of just like hey need you to listen all right so I'm gonna get in your face a little bit because I need you to listen to this mm-hmm uh, and those are the exceptions. Sure. Like they can definitely get their point across when they have to, but the still small voice is still and small. It's not going to come in someone screaming at you or whatever. It's going to be right. a very peaceful feeling, you know? And that's, so that's where I think people like that's, that's where it all starts where people are just like, well, these loud ideas that I'm getting, these loud temptations, they're so loud, they're in my face, they're right there, so I'm going to go for them and everything. But I do think that there are moments where people lay down and they're just kind of like, they start getting that, they start hearing that little voice, that small voice, that peaceful voice, and they start realizing, huh, maybe that party wasn't necessarily the best thing in the world, you know? Maybe that was, and so, and, and, and again, that goes back to discovering yourself. Um, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, go I ahead. just, I, I just think you pointed out something really important. Like the way that, the way that Satan will do it is this is who you are. This is, this is your identity. This is where you belong. That's not God's way. God's way is he'll help you figure it out for yourself. He's not going to tell you right out. He's not going to say, this is who you are. This is where you belong. This is where I want. This is what I want you to be. He's not going to do that. He's going to allow us to learn, learn it for ourselves. And it's tough. It's, it's harder to do it that way. But I think it's much longer lasting. And I think it, it, it helps us. It helps us be stronger in our identity than just getting told who we are and right so right but here's the thing is that you know we go back to this abraham and isaac um you can kind of look at a timeline that was happening here right god says i need you to do xyz and abraham says okay there's the beginning and in the middle, they, they take the action of gathering the wood, the altar, everything to make it happen. And then the resolution is, now I know that you're not going to sacrifice. Your, now I know that you would sacrifice your son for me. So now I know that I have your loyalty and I know that I have your love. But I already knew that. The more important thing here is that you know that. And something here that I realize is that at that moment, God was confirming to Abraham what God already knew. So, I yes, I agree that God isn't going to come right out. And he's, God isn't, like, bit by bit, God's going to give you what you need. Right. But God's not going to yell at you and tell you, this is who you are. This is where you need to be. Go to church. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think yeah. it's, you know, like you said, God doesn't yell at you. But I do think that there will come a point where God will confirm to you what you have discovered in yourself. Yes. Like when you yes. get to that moment where you're just like sitting in church and you're just like, you know what? Yeah, this is what I have been looking for. This is what gives me inner peace. And, it, and it's not even in church. Maybe it's at like a, maybe it's at a, a good wholesome party where they <laughs> where they're serving hot dogs and barks root beer and everything and you just have friends around or whatever 
or maybe it's when you're laying down in bed after reading the scriptures, or maybe it's when you're, you're just happy or whatever. And the reason why you're happy is because you're feeling that God loves you. And that feeling of God loves you is what I think the confirmation is. When you've discovered, yes, this is who I am. This is where I want to be. I think that that is the moment. God still won't yell at you. But now that God has your attention, he can very calmly and peacefully finally tell you and confirm to you, yes, this, this person right here, this is who you are meant to be. This is who I love. I love you regardless. But this, this was my plan for you. This is my plan, you know? And I think it just takes that, you know, God's going to work with you. God's going to work with you. And he's going to be just like, if you need a little bit of time, if you need to go down path A to finally understand that path B was the right one all along, I'm going to let you do it, you know? Right. I've given you agency and you're going to do it. But man, once you finally figure out that path B is what you need, I'm going to be right there to let you know that, yes, (laughs) this is it. This is who you are meant to be and everything. Like, I think, man, it's just so powerful, you know? And that, that is how we slowly start to discover ourselves and who we are, you know? There's going to be bad decisions made. There's going to be wrong mistakes. And I think the thing that kills us so much, I, I've had this discussion with, uh, I've had this discussion with many ecclesiastical leaders in the church um, and with my family and everything. I think a lot of times when people are using the atonement and they're repenting, I think a lot of times people are unfair to themselves mm. and they're just like, man, dude, I messed up and I, I better not take the sacrament this week cause I messed up. You know, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, an ecclesiastical leader. I'm just a dude with a podcast who happens to be a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm not giving out any, like, listen to your leaders of your ward, listen to them and do what they want. But sometimes I think that people, these, these, uh, men and women, I think they can be unfair to themselves. They're just like, man, I messed up. I'm not taking the sacrament. Mm maybe you should take the sacrament, right? Like the whole point of the sacrament is to renew your covenants. Right. I mean, if you are, if you simply are sinning and you have no remorse for anything anymore and you're just like, man, I, I don't care. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Okay. Then at that point, a little bit more action needs to take. Maybe you should be thinking like, like, I don't know. Okay. Don't take anything, take everything that I'm saying with a grain of salt, because like I said, I am not, uh, I, I, I'm not the one that makes these decisions or whatever, but I don't think people need to be seriously unfair to themselves all the time. Like, I think that that's brutal. I think you're being brutal to yourself. If you're just like, man, I messed up this week. Better not take the sacrament, man. I messed up this week. How can I face God in prayer? Man, I messed up this week. Is reading the scriptures really worth it? Because I'm probably just going to mess up again in the future. You know, like how often do we think that way of just like, ah, dude, I shouldn't. Maybe I should just be like, forget this, (laughs) you know, forget it. I'm going to just mess up again in the future. You know, I might be sorry about it, but I'm probably just going to. Is it true remorse if I just mess up again in the future? And it's like, remorse is remorse. If you want to be rid of your sinful behavior and you're looking for a better, God's going to work with you. As soon as you turn your face to him and you're just like, help me, you know, (laughs) just help me. God's going to be just like, yes, okay, let's do it, you know? And, you know, and, and the thing is, is just like, it's 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 a tell as old as time <laughs> just like sleeping beauty you know uh True it's it can be <laughs> it's it's going it it doesn't fail you know and i mean the beautiful thing about the atonement is that it's not just a formula for members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints it's a formula for anybody who wants to better their lives because 
God, uh, Christ died on the cross for everyone. He suffered for everyone's sins. Right. So like, it's not just, it's not something reserved for the great among us. It's not something reserved for the, for the fame, famous among us, the legends among us or whatever. It's something provided for everyone. Like, you know, take advantage of it. One of my favorite scriptures is, um, oh man. Can I call it my favorite scripture if I can't think of the reference off the top of my head? Uh-huh. I don't think I can. Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I need to go through and study up a little more. Um, but Jacob is basically looking at a bunch of people, and uh, he's looking at them, and he's talking about the atonement, and he's just like, if all of this is true, if Christ suffered for you and gave you the atonement, why are you going to die? Why will ye die? Like he's he's basically just saying like why? <laughs> like like you have been you have been given this gift to live a life of maybe it's a sinful life, maybe it's a dreadful life, misery, terrible, but you still can use Christ to come back. Why are you not going to take advantage of that? Why are you why are you willingly just going to I'm done, you know, like you know, why would you, why would you do that? You know? And, and that's something that I feel like Jacob just kind of hit like spot on. It was just like, I mean, that woke me up when I read it because I'll tell you, man, when you're, when you're facing discouragement and depression and you and I have talked, so I know that you can attest to this when you're facing discouragement and depression and anxiety, sometimes it, it really does get to that point of where you just feel in like your heart, like, no, it doesn't work for me. It yeah. doesn't. I can't. I, other people can use the atonement. Other people can go back to Christ, but not me. I am way too far gone for it. You know? Right. So those people that Jacob are ta- Jacob is talking to and being just like, why will ye die? And telling them, get out of your own head. Get out of this funk that you're in. Start believing again. I don't necessarily blame the people because I've been there. You know, we've all been there where it's just like, it works for other people, man. Jacob, I love what you're saying. And it works for other people. I hope the best for them, but it doesn't work for me. Okay. I've done too much. I've gone too far. It doesn't work for me. Every, like that point is very real. That is a very real thing in life. And I think we, we need to discover in ourselves that it is very possible for us to use the atonement in our lives. You know, if you're remorseful, if you want to forsake your sins, I say, you know, participate in ordinances, go to church, you know, Mm -hmm. something that was pointed out to me a long time ago was, well, it was actually fair. I was reminded of it fairly recently. It was pointed out to me by my parents a long time ago, but fairly recently I was reminded that uh, I might be, I might be screwing up in some things, but I'm also really good in a lot of other things. And I'm so determined to just focus on the bad parts of me that I just allow myself to cannibalize myself (laughs) does that make sense i eat myself right because i am so determined to just focus on the bad side of me and i just don't focus on the good side of me and luckily that has started to shift and the fun part of it all is because it has started to shift because of this project it's because of you know just sitting down and talking you know yeah it's therapy to me just to sit here and talk to you and just be like oh yeah cool and i i love putting it out there because i'm just like man if there's anything at all that you or i say that um someone out there listens to and they're just like man yeah and something can click for them even though i'm not gonna say that i say anything that's like extremely intelligent (laughs) or anything but like I just think that that's worthwhile, you know, and I just think that that's something really cool, but like, it's therapeutic for me to sit here and talk about like this type of stuff. Anyways, sure. I'm just, dude, I am just so mouthy right now. Like, I'm not letting you talk, man. I apologize. Oh, you're fine. I'm just soaking it all in. You're saying some really 
some pretty gold stuff right now. So I'm just, I'm just listening. I, I, I just really like, all, like pretty much everything that you said. It's just been like inspiring to me. So I'm, I'm grateful <laughs> to, to, to have the opportunity to be here and, and just to, just to listen. It's, yeah. it's, it's inspiring to me. Yeah, go find your best friend and have a talk with them. And if you're feeling up to it, record it and put it on a podcast. Like, there you go. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Um, uh, but let's switch it up a little bit. Um, you found something on KSL that I think is kind of cool. You know, just like an article that you found. So could you could you share that? Man, I really do feel like a teacher in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're good. I, uh, well, I, I just, I found this, uh, just an article that, uh, sort of like we've been talking about happiness and talking about just being able to, to gain that positivity, gain that, that hand of God in our lives. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what we've been discussing a little bit more this, this episode and this, uh, there, there was an article on on Deseret News. Um, it was about uh, joy, um, and I just wanted to share a couple of things. The, the article talks about micro activities, just like seven minute activities that we can do to gain a little bit of joy in life, mm-hmm. and it has a website and everything but just the small principle of just finding something little to do that you really enjoy and then it gives a couple of um, categories here that I'll read um, being kind I think that can really increase our joy um, tuning into what matters uh, we've been talking a lot this episode about our relationship with God and our relationship with the Savior um, and I think if we can tune our lives to that, like we have just we've been discussing, it really starts to tip the scale when it comes to positivity and negativity. It really helps us um, lets the positivity win win that battle. Mm-hmm. Um, making a gratitude list. It's Thanksgiving in a few days. That's that's very um, uh, appropriate here. Uh, finding something that fills you with awe. Um, some of the greatest experiences that I've had, um, where I felt really connected with Heavenly Father is when I've just been outside, just looking at the sky or, um, going camping and just sitting by the campfire. Um, really just things that just sort of have something special about them. Something that you can't really recreate as humans. We, you know, where we do some pretty awesome things, but there's just some things that we can't do. We can't cause fire to to happen. We know what can make fire happen. We we can't we can't change the elements and just have fire. Not yet. Come, not yet. <laughs> but, but that's kind of first world problems. About. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, celebrating someone else's joy. Um, I I think it's really easy to get caught up in comparisons, but but really finding it in our hearts to to find someone else that's going through something a joyful experience mm-hmm. and just sort of like basking in their light a little bit I, I i think that we can we can really be helpful with that um shifting perspective i think that's what this project is all about you know taking taking our experiences and turning something positive about them um, uh, and then the last thing that it mentions is choosing to be a force for good, which is also sort of what all this project is all about. So um, in just reading that article, it's just just a testimony to me that, you know, the more you focus on it, the more you talk about these experiences, the more you write these experiences down and reflect on them, the greater their power the more power they have to change change our lives, even if just for a little bit. And I think it's a snowball effect. The more you focus on it, the more you bring it out to light and highlight those experiences, the greater their impact to 
to make good happen and it just keeps you know getting bigger and bigger and bigger so mm. man good article man yeah it's really good and and um it's it's just it's kind of appropriate because you know uh the everything project you're right um it's all about choosing positivity choosing happiness focusing in on the light of christ and the everything project it's a play on words because i think it's worth everything you know i think it i being positive not losing yourself keeping your head about you trying to be as centered as you can it's it's impossible to remain centered always <laughs> because like life just happens and everything but it's a play on words of the everything project because everything affects us in in a in a in a crazy way you know everything is affects us in our, our growing uh, what we see you know what we hear what we do um anyways uh i just I, I love that article and i love what you had to say about it um and i it's it's appropriate because um we talk about happiness right we want to be positive mm-hmm. we want to be happy happiness is hard you know we we talked about that <laughs> last last episode um and we want to choose hard happiness over exhausting discouragement um and it's just it's appropriate because what breeds happiness that is joy that is fun and everything one one of the things that i like want to convey here is that you know we talk a lot on we 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 can talk a lot about how life can be dreadful and terrible and very negative that's the bad side of it but man you get those glimpses where life just like lines up like here here's here it is for me if i have a fishing pole in my hands (laughs) and i'm sitting at the edge of a lake and i got some large mouth bass in that lake and i'm just and i'm fishing for them and I get hooked onto it. It's quiet, you know, not a, not a lot of talking going on other than what's necessary, which in my case, it's like, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Okay, cool. Let's keep fishing. Like, that's, that's how I'm at with it. But like that to me, those are moments where I'm just like, dude, life is so beautiful. And like, and then like stars will come out because it gets later. And you just so you're looking at the stars and you're just like, man, God, God is so good with his canvas, you know, and painting mm-hmm. life is so beautiful and it can just, it can be just so great. That is where I think the building blocks of happiness start is when you're connecting with that side of life, you know, mm-hmm. and it's important to realize that that side of life is out there, you know, it might it takes it, it takes a little bit more effort to find it because as we've like pointed out i think in this like in my opinion you don't have to search out negative things you don't have to search it out because typically when something is negative it'll get thrust upon you you know <laughs> like it'll just like it, it just sort of happens you know and positive things happen too yeah but you have to do a lot more searching for the happiness and the joy that comes. You can find the misery of life just like that. You know, turn on the news. Mm-hmm. It's crazy right now where the world Scroll is at. Scroll through Facebook. It is so it is so hard right now what we see on a daily basis. But go up into the mountains. Go camping or something. Or spend some time listening to some wholesome music and take some time to make that connection to God. And that will show you that life is beautiful and find that joy because that joy and the fun, you know, go out and have fun, you know, go with your friends, stay out till like, stay out till like two in the morning. Don't do anything stupid, you know, (laughs) But stay out till two in the morning laughing with your friends and joking about stuff and 
making memories, you know, um, go have fun and find the fun side of life and focus on the fun side of life and realize that time moves forward. And I think that that's one of the most gracious things that God has given us, that time moves forward. Can you imagine if for some stupid reason that only the devil could make, (laughs) time had the ability to stop and it stopped during the hard times? Mm. Like that would be miserable, right? But it doesn't. God has given us these gracious the graciousness, I guess is how you would say it, of time always moves forward. So the good the good comes and the good goes. And that's something that we kind of, you know, you enjoy the good when it's here and then when it leaves, hopefully you can go find something else that's good as well, you know? Yeah. But what's also an eter- eternal truth is that the bad comes and the bad goes. Now, here's one of the great things about the gospel is that by the time that you, you know, pass on from this life and move forward, you can get to a point where the bad does stop and you only have good to look forward to because you'll be with your father in heaven. You'll be with your family for the rest of eternity. You'll be with your loved ones where only good lives and the bad will stop. So the bad times, they happen, but they pass. The good times, they happen, and they pass. But eventually, eventually, you'll get to a point where the bad will stop and the good will keep going because you have learned how to love God. You've learned how to follow Him. You've learned His gospel, you know? And Mm -hmm. that that within itself is just worth everything right there. You know, then, and the thing is, is just like, it's funny. Cause a lot of times I think about the stuff that, you know, you and I just, because like, really, honestly, what are we doing right now? We're, we're shooting the breeze <laughs> yeah. just, but we're just doing it with microphones right. in front of our faces, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes I find myself thinking about what I say and I'm just like, man, I should really take some of the my own advice about like what I say, (laughs) because the reason why I say it is because I need it, you know? Right. If I felt like I had it figured out, I probably wouldn't talk about it. I'd probably just be like, ah, you know, I I got it good, you know? Right. But I bring it up and I talk about it because I realize that like, that's what I need. You know, I need that in my life. And that's what the everything project is also about. It's about starting a conversation. It's about sparking ideas in our heads like oh they talked about this well that's interesting how could that affect me in my life Mm -hmm. maybe what they're saying is something that i can apply and then it works vice versa something that you said i think about for like the next two weeks (laughs) or whatever and i'm just like man what aaron said was crazy that's what it's all about man starting a conversation sparking something but in a good way you know yeah not in in a good positive environment you know, mm-hmm. somewhere where we acknowledge the bad, but the bad can't thrive because it's being overtaken by the good. Right. You know, and I, I just think that that's, I just think that that's great. You know, um, all right. Okay. This is a good time to bring it up. We have a Facebook page, <laughs> the everything <laughs> project. It's on Facebook. You can search for it. Um, has the same logo as the Spotify or however you listen to the podcast. If you're out there listening, thank you. Um, (laughs) uh, And you can go to it. And I've put up a couple of reels, a couple of pictures or whatever of just like quotes that I've really liked or whatever. And we're working on it. Okay. Right right now the reels are kind of just like pictures that go with music (laughs) and hopefully one day we can get to a point of where we can start being pretty good at like editing and making like actual like videos to make these reels more substantive of stuff. So we're working on it, you know, it's, it's kind of all new to us, but it's fun, man. It's, 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 it's exciting. You know, we're learning things. Um, (laughs) And, but anyways, um, 
Gosh, I got I got too much. Okay, no, no, no. We're talking about the uh, the last episode. The last episode, you said there is a point where the human will and uh, the light of Christ, God, meet. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the magic sauce, dude. That that'll blow my mind <laughs> until I die, and then and then it will still blow my mind. You know, like that. That was just like so good. Anyways, that's the whole point get a conversation going in a positive place in a positive atmosphere where we acknowledge the bad but it can't thrive because good is thriving and good has overtaken it and i like it man i like it i like the discussion i feel like we sometimes it's good to get spiritual <laughs> you know dive deep into the spiritual side of things because it's important to understand that um anyways yes. uh i feel pretty good about ending it right there and have a awesome Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys later. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, 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 beans, greens, potatoes, tomat